Hello, dear Moses. This is Pastor Deborah, all the way across the world from Pensacola, Florida. I wanted to come to you. I'm experimenting with sending audio emails. I read your email and I had some wonderful directions that will help you spiritually and will bring great blessings instead of the curses that you are having. First, I want you to turn to your Bible, and we're going to look at Genesis 3. Turn there, okay? 3.17. This is what happened after Adam and woman disobeyed. I want you to listen very carefully to what the Lord God pronounced unto humanity. For their sake at this time. Listen very carefully. Verse 17. And unto Adam God said, Because you have hearkened, listened to, and followed the voice of your wife, your helpmate, the woman, and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat of it. Remember, Adam? Well, Cursed now is the ground for your sake. The ground includes all land that is to produce grains and crops, the land for the animals, the fruit trees, and it also even means the earth of the physical body. That is when all your viruses, your bacteria came to life right there. For out of the earth, out of the ground, which had been blessed, fruitful, multiplying, and there was no death in it. But for the sake of Adam, God had to curse something. So he cursed the ground. And he goes on further and says, In sorrow shall you eat of it all the days of your life. It means two things, Moses. One, you will your spirit, the Adam that was in there, will eat of the flesh, the cursed ground of the earth and the soul, and it will eat from the cursed ground that was cursed for their sake. God was trying not to curse the spirit at this He was trying to preserve it, but something had to fill the curse. So at this point the land was cursed. Sadness set in The dirt would not produce. The crops would not produce like they should. There'd be viruses and molds and bacteria. Even the animals would come after you. They would carry the viruses and bacteria. And the dirt body of a human also felt the effects of this. But there's more, so keep listening. Moses turned to 1 Samuel 15.23. For rebellion, that means disobedience, is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. You're serving another God when you disobey God. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, Adam, he has also rejected you from being king. This is real important because I've got to take you back to thinking and back into the concept that you are a king because you have to speak and you were a manager and you were to be the owner and the lord of the land. But you never got a chance. But we're going to keep going farther so you can see when I tell you how to help the people so they will believe in him and his word and they will see the kingdom of heaven 
and the kingdom of God at work to bring blessings and to break some curses off of the land. Now, Moses, I want you to turn to 1 Samuel 13, verse 14. What has always helped me was to follow my Bible, the authorized King James versions, follow the scriptures out. Verse 14 says, But now your kingdom shall not continue, Adam. The Lord has sought him a man after his own heart. And the Lord has commanded him. This was regarding um, Saul and King David. Because you have not kept that which the Lord commanded you. When Adam originally was given the earth to manage. In Genesis 1.26. Let's go there and read it. But when he disobeyed. He lost that kingship. And the earth became cursed for his sake. Let's go to Genesis 1.26. And God Said, Let us make man the spiritual part of us in our image and after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, right there, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. Before humanity fell into the flesh, And our DNA was changed. Adam was given kingship, rulership over the earth, all the creatures on the earth, the water and the land. He was to manage it, have government on it. That fell away when he disobeyed. So now the earth is cursed that he was supposed to watch over. Could you imagine how the earth and the animals must be feeling? I want to read you a scripture and I'll tell you how how they feel. Because we have to get you to understand Why the earth and the water and the land is rising up against you. Why it's attacking you and vexing you and flooding you. There's no order. It's just chaos and death. So I'm going to teach you. Now I'm going to take you to another scripture. Just a minute here. Okay Moses. I want you to turn to Romans. If you have a Bible. If not you can just listen and I'll read it to you. Romans 8. 19. 20. 21. 22. 23. Alright. Romans 19. For the earnest expectation of the creature waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. They're waiting, Moses, for you to arise in your mind and rise up as we were supposed to be in Genesis 1.26 verse 20. For the creature was made subject to vanity. That means pride. Not willingly, but by reason of him who had subjected the same in hope. God put the earth under a curse. They didn't want to be cursed, but God had to curse something and take the brunt of Adam's disobedience. But he also gave the earth hope that when the sons of God would arise and take their rightful place on the earth, they would free the land and creatures and creation and water and the fruits, and they would get control of nature. Verse 21 Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption and death. You think it loves being what it is. It was never intended that way. It moans and groans and cries out for you, Moses, to rise up. To rise up in your mind of your spirit that you are a king. You are back in Genesis 1.26. It's waiting 
They want to be in the glorious freedom of the children of God that they can provide to them. According to Genesis 1.26, in the kingdom of heaven, they don't like being cursed. They hate it, but they have no choice. Keep listening, Moses. For we know that the whole creation groans and travails in pain together until now. And not only they, but ourselves also, which had the first fruits of the Spirit. Even ourselves, we groan within ourselves. Our spirits are groaning. Our souls are groaning, waiting, waiting for something to happen. The adoption. The redemption of our physical body. Our physical body is made of the dust of the earth. It's cursed. I'll tell you how that happened. Hang on. We're going to another scripture. Let's go to Genesis 4, 8 and through 14. And Cain, that was the firstborn of Adam, and this lady of the flesh called Eve, they, him and Abel talked. Remember, they'd already had their sacrifices. One was accepted and one was rejected. And they went out and it came to pass when they were out in the field, Cain, who had rose up in jealousy and did not get accepted, rose up against his brother Abel and killed him. The very first murder. Right there. Brothers killing out of jealousy and rejection. Verse 9. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where's Abel, your brother? And he said, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? It's none of my business what he's doing. And God said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries unto me from the ground, from the earth. Verse 11. And now are you, pain, cursed from the earth. The thing that God cursed to protect Adam has now received the blood. And it has turned around and cursed all of humanity itself. You wonder about climate change. All the hurricanes and all of the stuff that comes your way. The earth cursed humanity for spilling blood. Like brother's blood. You think about all the little abortions. And all the little babies that have been killed in the wars. All their blood cries out to God. So God allows the earth to rise up and curse humanity itself. The very thing God did not want. But now the earth had a right. Murder occurred and blood was spilt. An innocent was killed. And it rose up as the weapon in the arm of judgment against Cain for murdering his brother and lying about it. Verse 12. When you till and work the ground... It shall not give forth and yield to you her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond shall you be in the earth. You will have no home. The earth will kick you out, destroy you, take you out. Everything that the earth has, its climate, its water, its animals, its fruit, it will curse you because you spilt an innocent's blood for being accepted by me. 13. And Cain said unto the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. He was punished, and inside of Cain was all of us. Verse 14. Behold, you have driven me out, Lord, 
this day from the face of the earth. I'll no longer be friends with, will no longer yield to me its fruit and bountifulness and its blessings. It is cursed me. And from your face I am also hid. And I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth. And it shall come to pass that everyone that finds me shall try to slay me. Humanity got cursed from the very thing that God cursed. The earth was used when the first murder and blood was spilt on it. The earth was used as the arm of judgment. So what you are experiencing over there is the earth itself that has been subjected to. It has been cursed. Death itself works through it. Now it doesn't like that. It's moaning and groaning. That was not what it was supposed to be in relationship to man. We were to be kings and rule over it and shepherd it and protect it. And it would release to us its bountiful blessings and fruit. It would not try to kill us and over and rain or have droughts. But it fell also, as we heard, under the power of Satan into the kingdom of darkness. And then what happened? The Satan and his demons, they know the earth belongs to God. But now it's cursed. It has blood on it and murder. So they pick it up and say, we'll take it. We'll use it. And we'll take those curses and hold them. And we will vex and torment the humans. All of our generations back have spilt blood. We have all killed innocents. That is what is going on. Now I'm going to tell you, how we're going to break this curse off of you, the people, the area, so you will see the blessings of the Lord. Hang on. I've got to stop and get another scripture. Now, I want you to stop here, go and pray, and I want you to ask the Lord if Pastor Deborah, what she's saying, if these scriptures, is this the truth? You can't go any farther till you know that this is either a truth this is the spiritual revelation, and this is what's going on where you are at. Get that answer first, and then we'll proceed. I know what the answer will be, and I'm sure you got it. Now, we're going to break the curses off of the people there and off of the land. We're going to do some deliverance work, which was one-fourth of the ministry of Christ Jesus. All right? So the first thing is I want you to turn back to Genesis 1.26. Turn there for us. Let's read it. It says, And God said, Let us make man in our image and after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. And him was the spirit being. Both male and female created he them. And God in 28 blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it. That means put it, your physical body, in order. Subdue its passions. Subdue the earth. Be a manager over it. Be the government over it. Be the king. And have dominion over the fish of the sea. There's some deeper meanings to that. And over the fowl of the air. And over every living thing that moves upon the earth. Verse 29. And God said, Behold, 
I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of the earth, and every tree, in which is the fruit of a tree, yielding seed. To you it shall be for meat, and to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creeps upon the earth, wherein there is life. I have given every green herb for meat to them, so they won't eat you, and you're not supposed to be eating them either. And it was so. And God saw this pattern, this model, this blueprint, this original, that everything he had made, all the patterns, the rules, the dominion, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Moses, when we fail, we lost that. We lost that dominion. I'm hoping to attach a new basic course called Dominion to you that you can watch. Now that you are born again, we are back at Genesis 1.26, starting over. You must think like that in Genesis 1.26. You must think of yourself as a manager, a king. It is a shepherd over the land, the trees, the animals. So what we need to do to help you is first get that. Then you're going to go as the shepherd and you're going to, in prayer, you're going to ask the land to forgive humanity for shedding of blood, innocent blood, from that, from this day forth, back through your ancestors, back to through the thousands and the millions, back to Adam. Ask the land to forgive you and you are so sorry. For the old you and its disobedience that it became cursed. But you are now speaking to the land as a resurrected being. A Genesis one twenty six king. But you're asking the land and the fruit and the atmosphere and the climate to forgive you. For it got cursed because of the old you. Then what you're going to do, you're going to apply Genesis one twenty six to the land now. You're going to tell it, I'm going to set you free from the curse that has been put upon you by God. I'm going to take my rightful place in Genesis 1.26. The land knows what it says. It heard it. It was there. You're going to ask it to forgive all of your people for killing innocent blood. You're going to tell the land you're applying the victory on the cross because your old you got on it. And you are now a new resurrected spiritual king. And you have been regranted the stewardship, the ownership, the lordship. Genesis one twenty six over the land and the animals and the water and all the viruses and the bacteria. And you are telling them now you are standing up. They're waiting for you to manifest yourself and show yourself to them in prayer, talking to them. They're waiting. They've been waiting, Moses. And then you're going to turn to Satan and to the demons that are posing as gods and ancestors over the land. And you're going to say, the Genesis man, the 126 man has returned. The king of the kingdom of heaven has returned with all authority and power. And they are no longer in possession of the land. You are casting them out of the waters, the lakes, the tree. Every god and goddess that has claimed every animal, they are cast out. And the king has returned. And as you're doing that, take your power and your love for God and say, I break the curse that was placed on the land by my ancestors Adam's disobedience. I break the curse of the 
earth on my people. For we have repented of the sin of Abel and all those that have been slain and murdered and killed and innocent blood shed in this part of the world. And the curse of death that's upon the land and that gives it the right to curse the people. We repent of those curses and we put them under the blood of Jesus that went to the cross. And now as a resurrected spiritual king you apply Genesis 1.26 and you give the notice to all strong men and to Satan. They are cast out of this land and out of the villages and the farmland and out of the animals and the trees and the fruit. You speak to the winds and tell them they no longer have to obey Satan. And to the water and the rain and the fires and the bacteria they no longer are subjected to and have to obey. For the curse is broken and the rightful ruler and government and owner has returned. For it is the return of the king. Then you speak blessings to the land. You speak fruitfulness, bountifulness, You speak over and you say, I will manage you and shepherd you as a good shepherd. I will keep the enemy from you. Keep all bacteria and viruses. They must obey you. Death must be back now. For the spirit of life, the king of life from the kingdom of heaven has arrived. So if you do this, you will see a difference. Curses that you are fighting, the weather, the land. It is vexing and tormenting you at the behest of Satan. Satan has control of it right now because the king, the Genesis 1.26, the image and likeness of God has not returned to it yet. You must return to it in prayer. Apply the cross. Ask the land to forgive you. But you must rise up in your heart, your mind. You must bless the land. You must ask all the people to ask their forgiveness of the land and to pray life and fruitfulness. Read those scriptures over in Genesis what God said the earth was to do. Return it back to its original state and say, earth return. The king is here. I have stewardship over you and management from the kingdom of heaven. You will see a difference, Moses, when you do this. You don't have to do it as a group. You do it by yourself. Then you teach people because remember it's not only the land that you stand on and put your house it's your physical body it's the bacteria and the viruses and the germs it's the animals it's the weather the climate the water it's the mold and the mildew it all must come under your subjection when you rise up so Genesis 126 king in the image and likeness of God himself for you are a God in your resurrected newness spirit I hope that helps you I am going to attach a a class I just did on the dominion and you'll have to learn I hope this helps you I'll try to send more to you I hope I can get this all on the email okay love 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 Pastor Deborah copy love is here over here in Pensacola see you later Moses